Once upon a time, there were millions of businesses struggling. Every day they wasted time, effort, and money on repetitive tasks that added no value. Then one day, the Better Automation podcast by Processio came to help them find a way. Because of this, these businesses save time, reduce costs, innovate, and make better decisions. Because of that, these businesses grow, scale, and use human creativity to change this world. Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm your host at Better Automation Podcast by Processio, where I interview the world's top experts and share their very best ideas on how to improve automation in your business, processes, and life. My guest today is Bart Kowalczyk. Bart is the founder at Automate Now. He is a sales automation expert as well as a certified HubSpot partner. Bart is focused on H2H, human-to-human sales automation because a human approach is the only one that sells. Bart, how are you today? Hello, uh, Aziz, and thank you very much uh, for inviting me to your podcast. I'm very, very well. I live in Scotland. It's today surprisingly not sunny. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's a little bit of a great day, but uh, hey-ho, we will be talking today about automation, and uh, I will be happy to share some of the insights with the clients that we run over past few years. Thank you. I'm feeling honored. I'm feeling grateful and excited about age to age. So if someone is listening and they're like, what is age to age? Why is it important? Why are the existing or older ways of thinking no longer relevant? Tell us more. What would you say? I think the, the age to age is a little bit opposite to, um, to what is called cold calling. So we, we used to get quite a lot of different calls, especially during the COVID pandemics. And people know that we are actually in, at house and home and they know that we can pick up the phones. And you, I, you, you might laugh, uh, number of calls I had. Uh, so H2 is the, uh, quite opposite, uh, which means basically the human to human interactions. Uh, and what it means in very just simple word is H2H is approaching with uh, customer, know your customer better, to know your customer better, to get a little bit of more context in which you're approaching the customer. And I will be talking about a couple of techniques and also ideas, how we can apply into the business to be more to be more human. Thank you. I love this. I agree with it. But I'll play the devil's advocate a little bit where there are some when it comes to entrepreneurship or thought leaders in business that say, Building relationships does not scale, so you have to do things that don't scale. Basically, they're saying that H2H, yes, is wonderful, but it's not really something that can be automated. What's your counter argument to this? If somebody is having this obstacle in their thought, what would you tell them? I think, first of all, we can't automate humans. So th this is a little bit of a uh, myth. So we, we can't automate everything because otherwise we will be robots. So it's, it's, it's the first first thing. Second thing is the automation is, is the process. And I think the way of thinking rather than just automating everything that you can see. So uh, in, uh, in essence, automate, automate should 
anything about automation should help you to drive the business. Uh, and when you look at the different processes of getting the clients into the pipeline, uh, nurturing them, then moving them towards the kind of evangelist, what HubSpot calls. So people who actually will talk about your business. So there are certain things that we can automate. Automate means taking the right data in the right time so you can be relevant. But also automation means that you're not spamming people. You're not spamming people. You're not sending uh, irrelevant messages to your inbox. So once you apply these rules, everything can be automated, but certain parts of the tasks within sales and marketing can be, you might achieve one number one, uh, your, your customers will be more happy because they will be more relevant. They will be they will get more relevant messages, but also your staff will be more happy because they will be the, the people customers want to talk to you, and and what we want to achieve by that is that is the one of the principle of growth, staff retention. That's number one, and number two, happiness of the customer. I love this. If I understood you correctly, this is what's happening. Customers are moving through their customer journey and rather than randomly giving them information, offers, whatever touch points, you understand exactly what they need, what they're thinking about, the questions on their mind. At every specific point, you're answering them, giving them the information they need, the help, the value, and therefore they feel you understand them. Everything is relevant. They're looking for it and therefore they won't ignore it as well as um, one of the things that will really uh, cause your employees to be frustrated is the friction that happens when they're not giving the customers what they're looking for. They're meeting them at the wrong time or with the wrong thing, which causes resistance where, and people will call that rejection. It hurts them. It makes their days really frustrating and annoying where they feel they're an unwelcome pest rather than a welcome guest. And therefore, if they're coming to the people at the right time, at the right place in the customer journey, after they have been educated in the correct way, when they're ready to buy, the people will be like, yes, finally, I was waiting for this opportunity. And therefore, it becomes a co-creation rather than a coercion. Did I understand correctly? Yes, that's right. I would probably name this as a trust. So automation equals trust. So building that trust that you need to get and uh, by giving you the example, so if someone is phoning me up uh, to extend my car insurance in the wrong way, in the way that I don't understand, in the way that, you know, they, they don't have a data set, they don't have the renewal date, for example, as a minimum option to understand my needs, then I can treat this as a spam, but at least minimum data that I want to get from that client is yeah, the date of the renewal. I don't want to get my, if my renewal is in January, I don't want to actually get any renewal messages on, you know, in February because I already renewed. So that is completely irrelevant. And that is the example that we can actually uh, use in different parts of the business, uh, depending on, on the size and industry. Thank you. And let's, you know, zoom out to the 10,000 feet or 10,000 kilometers or whatever uh, altitude to have a full perspective of the picture. Please define what is trust, what is relationship, and what builds them compared to what destroys them. Because if we're speaking about tactics, we have to think strategically in the bigger picture. What's a relationship so that we know whether we're building it or we're not? Uh, what is trust? What builds it? What destroys it? Can you define these terms so that any listener or viewer 
will be on the same page and when you speak about technique case studies or tactics they can fit those within a mental model the one what one single answer to that question is probably building the customer journey for the business because every business is different every business is different and every, everything that we are and how we communicate is different so um, uh, touch points, very important uh, aspect, but w- what type of business we're in? Are we are in B2C business uh, where a quick sale is a normal or B2B is more relationship, more uh, it all depends also on the uh, on the average deal size in your pipeline. Uh, if you tend to average deal sizes, I don't know, two, three, five thousand dollars, that is a little bit of different that average deal size is, I don't know, fifty, hundred dollars. So all depends on the aspects because and, and, and the drivers. And uh, one uh, one idea of the model, how, how, how to actually organize is, yeah, number one, have a good database. I'm not referring that HubSpot is, is best, but whatever system that you have, even Excel, you know, doesn't matter. Have a database that you actually get that signals, buying signals in place. Number two, buying signals. What is buying signals? So if you visit the page and you actually look at the different, I don't know, blog post or even pricing page, doesn't mean that you buy, but you're driving something. Your uh, emails, your uh, social media posts are driving that conversation towards one place. Usually it is your website or, uh, or anything that you can interact with. Map out these buying signals. Make sure that you have a scoring system uh, that will actually apply to these signals and then uh, test it. So my idea of actually looking at the different uh, automation model is to actually looking back at ideal client, what they did in order to make a purchase from you. Get this data. Uh, get the data, what have you done, how many times they've opened the email, how many times they've interacted with your sales. What was the actually the place, the moment they, they booked that, that final meeting with the sales rep to get this deal done? What was the driver now? And then next stage is to collect that data back to your to your system. So once they, they, buy, they bought from you, what was the motivation behind their purchase? Do you have a system in place to get that data? Even for, try to phone them on good salespeople. You should always phone after the the sales, I don't know, week, two weeks, month after by saying, oh, hey, hi, John, it was great. You know, we have had, we have done some work for you. Let me know why you actually choose us. And once you actually identify, this is not easy work. This is probably the work that you need to have a constantly and to every, every, your customer is changing, your profile is changing. But why, once you, you, can, you might identify key points, you might identify key aspects or what you can automate and you know and you can more be predictable when it comes to your income and your your forecast sales forecast thank you i love this and if i understood you correctly again a lot of business people are in touch or not with the reality that they don't have infinite resources and therefore you cannot go after everyone otherwise you will be dispersed and you'll run out of money time effort energy people whatever it is and therefore you should use those resources in the wisest way possible and that is to communicate with keep in touch with follow up with help create goodwill with the people who are most likely to buy and how would you identify those people 
they do things that show they're interested, whether uh, they're reading a blog post about how to begin uh, using a product, uh, your product or a product similar to yours. They go, for example, to your checkout page if that's your business model, but then they don't complete the transaction or they're using the demo of your product, but they're really using it and they're extracting every ounce of possibility. So they're highly interested, not people who are dabblers. And if you focus on those, finding more of them, identifying more of them and spending more money on them is the highest ROI for your business to um, get more money faster, quicker in a more predictable way, as well as keeping your ear open to listen because who is buying today for whatever reason could be different to who is buying next week or next month and their reasons for buying and therefore you won't be caught off guard thinking oh yes finally i have the unlock sequence to the sales but what you found is what's working today which may not work um you know one month from now and you'll end up just doing the wrong things that used to be right before did i understand correctly fantastic yes what i would like to add also is that system and that, that uh, uh, idea also applies not to the new clients but to existing ones so what are we doing now and how are we mapping out that i that that interaction that relationship with current clients because remember 80 20 rule 80 percent of uh, your income will probably uh, 20 percent yeah 80 uh, in your 80 percent of income will come from your customers uh 20 percent is just for a new customer use your customer database first and make sure that these people will refer the business and we will make sure that you know these people are actually want to be with us so very good example is let's say you buy the gym membership and obviously within gym membership you've got this little card usually and you're scanning this card on your entrance so if you are scanning this card once a week twice a week that's brilliant once a month that is the signal for your business okay that person probably if that that card won't be scanned every week probably that membership will be canceled because the predictability of them to actually cancel because they don't use the service so our idea is for the gym owners let's make sure that people will 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 come back to us so they can see the value of the product thank you i love this again i keep saying it and if i understood you correctly the idea to think about that getting a new customer is one of the most expensive and hardest things you can do as a business and therefore you should really take care of and have as good of a retention as possible for your clients because every client you lose you need to in order to grow replace them with two to replace that revenue and add more and therefore each one uh, existing client loss is like double the effort or whatever in order to replace them and therefore if you notice signals which will won't be the buying signals but like the attrition signals or whatever you might call it you should bring those people back into the fold serve them heighten their interest they already paid you and that's a huge signal of trust because the hurdle of paying that first dollar or pound or euro or whatever is the most difficult one if they paid once and they got something they can trust that you can keep your promises and you spoke about hubspot tell me more about it because i noticed you wrote once that it can replace 10 to 15 different tools what kinds of tools so that people can understand it what to keep in mind what can help with like when using hubspot 
what's wonderful about it how can it be the cockpit for a whole business that's keeping it going on track and all the data um, in front of you that is relevant as is perfect question i think the, the best answer is a little bit of my history why, why i've ended up uh, to stick with hubspot i'm entrepreneur i run multiple businesses in the uk and uh, uh, i ended up with nightmare of my database uh, I used to ra- run uh, quite a lot of business events in London, uh, about 70 per annum. So imagine number of e- uh, data that I have created uh, with different sources, with Eventbrite as a as a registration tool, people from the web pages, then a little bit of places like um, odd landing pages from different pay- different websites, but also hey ho invoices. Uh, then you name it is just extra some kind of um, activities like campaigns in in Facebook and automate. So I was a bit lost. Uh, I used my uh, different systems, including like Gmail for emails. Then I had a, a capsule VTiger and different email systems in place. But I was lost. I didn't have a one place that I can actually reflect on I could, I could, where I am with the business. So when it comes to HubSpot, HubSpot offers offer fantastic opportunity to actually build most of your entire uh, business cycle uh, in, in in one place. So starting from attracting clients. So when you actually come to the to the to to, to HubSpot, you can have uh, you can serve ads uh, if, if you wish but uh, fr- from from hubspot but also yeah landing pages everything that attract business social media posts so everything for, from marketing perspective where emailing marketing but then sales so you can build the workflows around sales pipelines uh, automation uh, and then finally once the once the client will reach you can serve them you can open the tickets you can open the you can actually provide the great value so this is the whole cycle of of it but the beauty about hubspot is probably with the dashboard i have to say most of the clients love the dashboard so by the end of the of the week of the month we will have a dashboards how the traffic is generated how much is worth to you and how much we, we actually close this the deal uh that uh, how is the, uh, affected our sales and then we can actually and this is what you actually said at the very beginning we can make a better decision we can make a decision based on the facts not based on actually uh, a salesperson interview it is actually the fact that 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 you know that this happened wonderful i love that it sounds very exciting because when you can have like you mentioned a predictable income stream or a predictable view in the future you're not like uh, many CEOs describe they say I feel like I'm driving a car blindfolded and that's not a good place to be and you said a lot of people are coming to you you yourself you're using the automation tools that you're using what are usually the causes or motivations that bring people to you that seem to be nowadays the biggest motivations for people to automate, to get better reporting or whatever they use your services, as well as if people want to find you, can you speak about automate now, what services you offer and where people can find out more? Yeah, so I think the best problem, uh, the, the main problem of, of the people is losing the sales. So suddenly, so either losing the sales or they want to grow, but they have a they, they don't have a proper system in place uh, sales is the main factor so uh, when it comes to growing your sales there are two factors one you need to have a people you need to have a people who can actually start selling uh, the problem now with covid obviously is that most of the people are scattered all over the countries 
you can work, whatever you you you, you are, but you need to actually provide the service uh, and and so on. So HubSpot will actually sort this out for you because you can actually see number of activities per salesperson. So during the COVID, uh, we with the HubSpot we had a fun, loads of work to actually help onboard what we called virtual sales team. We can actually have this uh, available. We can have this. You can as a sales manager, sales executives, you can you can work with your virtual sales team and you can set this up. The second motivation is um, is probably the uh, the lost. I, I I think I would say that probably the same. My story. It's you you're lost with where you are with business. Uh, you actually can't see the proper uh, proper numbers in front of you. Um, and when you actually use, let's say, a different email platform for mailings, then another one for c- capturing the sales, the other for tickets, another one for like invoicing. And then you imagine you've got a problem to actually scale your business. Most of majority of the business are the scale-ups, pe- uh, the businesses who want to actually reach the other markets and the system is is there for, 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 for them. So at, at Automate now, what we do is I'm, I'm entrepreneur, as I say, so I'm coming from the practice knowledge, not agency background. We are working with a handful of clients, helping them to uh, set up the sales, marketing, whatever is necessary. But uh, the best way to engage with us is to actually yeah, join, uh, join to one of our workshops. We, we we share knowledge for free. We want to build community around our um, uh, you know our automation, but also share best practice. So every uh, every every month we run the half an hour shop workshop uh, on different subjects. Actually, next one is tomorrow. Uh, but uh, what what we're gonna do is uh, we, we 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 can send the uh, automate now uk is the website to go for. You can sign up for next available slots um, and uh, and just start talking to us w- what is the problem we want to actually solve the problem not solve our solution thank you and that's exactly what you were mentioning that instead of interviewing salespeople you have to speak to the customers understand their current actual problems and helping them with the outcomes they need right now not what uh, people who came to you before needed because that's why the value of calling and uh, getting feedback from people at the point of purchase or time of purchase or two weeks later or whatever because you can notice changes in the trends thank you so much and i cannot end of course without saying that for everybody who is watching or listening if you would like to automate your business of course use automation now and uh, go to bart as well as feel free to test processio processio is the low the modern low code no code platform for advanced automation and creating an enterprise grade backend for your software anybody listening can request a totally free account at processio.app where they get one full hour of execution time which is equivalent to 100 human hours and that's a lot and for those who need more would like to upgrade there is a very generous discount code better 50 off one word capital letters to get 50 percent off any package they choose more details in the description and Thank you, Bart. This was my privilege, my honor, a very enriching and enlightening conversation. And I wish you a great and hopefully sunny tomorrow. Thank you very much, Aziz. And uh, it was glad and I'm glad I could uh, be featured in your uh, uh, in your podcast. Thank you very much for watching and listening. Mm-hmm.